When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Would I rather go my whole life single or marry somebody? Like, when would I settle, basically? Yes. Right? At what age would you be like, you know what? Dad, call up your friend in Ethiopia. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's better. Is it? That is so much better. Okay. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Cousin Connection Podcast. Podcast. Well, I thought I was going to start this week, but you know, it's all good. I know, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just in a really good mood. You want to know why? Why? Because the sun is out. Is it? Yeah. Oh, shoot. I, I, yeah. <laughs> have you not been outside? Huh? I haven't paid attention. I didn't even notice. Is your eye twitching again? You guys, my eye has been twitching for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about other cultures, but my mom says in Haredi culture, they say that when your eye twitches, mm-hmm. that Someone's it could mean one of two it? things. No, um, that you're going to see someone that you haven't seen in a very long time. Mm-hmm. <gasps> By the way, our our surprise is because of something we talked about before this, which we can't no. talk about yet. Can we talk about that yet? No. Okay, we can't Not talk yet. about that yet. Or that someone's going to die. Oh, it's one shit. or the other. Okay, hopefully it's the first. <laughs> That's what I said. But like... What? Oh, yeah, I see it now. I finally see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah I see Anyways, it now. Anyways, I don't know how to make it stop, and it's really annoying. Did you try like... You know how when you rub your eye, like try and rub it really hard? Yeah. Does it go away? But I don't want to... Like, it's going to cause premature wrinkles. But what I did do... Oh my god! Okay, like rubbing your eye once will not do that. I used my eye, like the roller, the yeah. face roller, and I tried to like roll on. Did my you rub eye your eye at least once? When? Like at all today when that was happening? When it was when it yeah. was first switching. <gasps> see it? That's so Doesn't weird. It, look weird? Eh, it makes me self conscious. Like it's not like they're gonna see it unless you like zoom in. Please. Yeah. Don't of course, the one day, the one day you don't wear glasses is a day that <laughs> yeah, your guys, eyes twitching. <laughs> I decided to ditch the glasses for the episode because, as mm-hmm. you know. We've set up our production a little bit nicer now. Mm-hmm. And the um, the so ring light the ring light reflects off my glasses. Mm-hmm. And I hate how that looks on camera. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just... Yeah, we'll make it work. It's you not know? good. I, even, even when it is reflecting, I don't think anyone really cares about that. I guess when, it, when I'm trying to... When I'm trying to make the thumbnail, mm-hmm. like just a small behind the scenes thing, that's when it's an issue. Because like your glasses are see-through yeah they're clear. and i'm trying to like i'm trying to like green screen take out the green screen behind us mm-hmm. but because you have glasses it's you can't really take out the green screen from the glasses yeah and then like you have like the area where the um glass connects to your i mean the glasses connect to the arm that connects to your ear that mm-hmm. goes around your ear and that area in between there gets pretty hard to get like out you know it, 
inshallah it'll be easier this week <laughs> yeah don't worry no glasses so yeah but speaking about what happened for the past two weeks first off shout out to all the people watching uh who watched last week's episode with hidaya house go and check them out if you haven't already go and check out that episode if you haven't already uh yeah. they're definitely making some moves in the city they they like what does friends and family, oh yeah they came out they y'all just mm-hmm. kept reposting and reposting mm-hmm. and reposting and i was like damn so I told her, I was like, listen, you always got a spot here on Cousin Connection. <laughs> we'll call yeah. it what does word. <laughs> yeah. And we even got like close friends who said that like we loved her energy. So, yeah. Uh, but also shout out to Mustafa, man. He was also I bringing, bringing some energy to the podcast, too. Of course, it was different vibes, but I think they both brought something good to the episode. So it was like yin, yin and yang. Exactly. Or is it exactly. yin and yang? Yin and yin, yin and yang? yin and yang yeah 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 That's so you guys have told us before and said it again mm-hmm. you love the guests um so we're gonna keep trying to get more guests on um mm-hmm. soon inshallah but yeah um yeah thank you guys so much for all the love we really like we see y'all and we appreciate it and mm-hmm. um so many of you guys have said like oh this episode has really meant a lot to me i love that you guys are speaking about mental health Mm-hmm. anyone that's been listening to us since day one we've always talked about mental health and we've been very transparent about it too and mm-hmm. one of the earlier episodes um men have feelings too i can't remember what number it was but like that was probably one of my favorite episodes that we've ever recorded because mm-hmm. we've never actually focused on men's mental health yeah i don't even remember i think it was also filmed like january mm-hmm. of 2022 we always focus on like the not symptoms it's like the byproducts of like poor men's mental health. Mm-hmm. Like when we talk about like the these guys who are able to um, influence the younger male generation yeah. by giving out what they consider to be good advice for men. Mm-hmm. But really, it's not the advice that they should be hearing or should be implementing. And I feel like a lot of that is because it is kind of rooted in men's mental health because like right. they, they feel that lack of self-esteem. They don't yeah. have the proper guidance and they're looking for someone to give them some type of guidance. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the ones that are have the ability to give that proper guidance are either not as popular because they're not as inflammatory on the Internet. They don't right. get as much uh, engagement mm-hmm. or because they're just not involved in their life. Like they don't have like a father figure to look up to yeah Mm -hmm. yeah no i I totally like i you guys know i always love talking about mental health so i think we could always do like an updated version Mm -hmm. of that um episode one day inshallah but yeah yeah for anyone that's in toronto or close by Mm -hmm. come through to uh the winter blues event yes Um, june i mean sorry (laughs) february 17th yeah that she she said it's official. I don't think they posted about it just yet. Yeah, not yet. Mm-hmm. But um, such a great idea for an event. Yeah. Because um, as we know, like I think seasonal depression is a lot more common than we think, mm-hmm. and maybe people don't understand or don't realize that they actually have it. Yeah. But when you're in that like rut or you're in a funk because, you know, Toronto has hasn't seen sun in such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that could be, and I'm not saying for sure. Like I'm not here to diagnose you, but mm-hmm. you know, coming together as a community and and addressing those issues that are usually seen as taboo yeah it's such a nice way to come like nice exactly come exactly together. so check it out go to follow hidaya house on instagram and uh yeah just keep they'll keep you updated on what's when the actual event is time I, even though she said it's gonna be february 17th but like when the actual time is yeah um but also one thing i found out or one thing i realized in the past two weeks you know recently i was like you know does god love me you know does he hear me and everything and in the past two weeks, he showed me that he does. Yeah. <laughs> by really testing me. Okay. 
Because you know how they say that, you know, God tests those he loves, right? So <laughs> <laughs> the first one, mm-hmm. well, technically the first one was in related related to that podcast mm-hmm. is I had a huge issue with like exporting that podcast. Oh, yeah. And I was stressing over it for literally two, literally two days because mm-hmm. it took, I think I took a picture of it. I don't know if I have it on my phone. Before it even finished, it was already at 25 hours. Oh initially said it would take 17 hours and like that whole time and i was doing the math in my head i was like oh you know maybe i can make it by finish the export by like 1 p.m but then the time getting faster i mean longer and longer mm-hmm. and eventually like i think it went up to like at like 8 p.m or 7 p.m something like that so i felt really bad because i really wanted to showcase the hidaya house of yeah. course it still got a lot of traction it still got a lot of you know attention because of shout out to what does friends mm-hmm. and uh, also all the the high he died house community mm-hmm. um but it definitely sucks to not be able to like make it on the time there then the other thing was literally yesterday <laughs> kind of related also to the hadaya Hi- Hi- house episode is someone mentioned oh like what camera are they using you know? uh, yeah, yo! yeah someone mentioned that Aww. and then and then literally the night before yesterday which was a friday night we had people over and we were talking about you know because i have an android you know and i and and i've showcased you know how androids can be powerful you have have really good uses as well right and everybody's like oh the camera looks good that kind of thing and literally the next morning after that after we talked about i was talking it up and everything i'm just stepping out you know like regular like every day i stepped out to get my walk on the weekend in the morning Mm -hmm. i have a couple more things in my hands than normal Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, I feel something slip out of my hand. I look down in slow motion. I see my phone falling, flipping. I was like, please, I was praying, please just fall on your back. Fall on your back, right? Because I have a case on it, at least. Next thing you know, I see it fall face first onto the corner of a concrete slab. Like, if it fell flat on the ground, it would have survived. But it fell right on the corner of a concrete slab and, like, completely shattered the screen. And I've already shattered that screen once. I don't don't learn my lesson, guys. I should have gotten a screen protector. I didn't Mm -hmm. get a screen protector. Mm -hmm. And I paid the price for it. Uh, So, um, you know, in in literally eight hours, I was, like, going... At first, I thought I could use the phone. Yeah. But... And I was able to use the phone because the screen was cracked like across, but I was still able to touch everything. And then I would open up apps with like sensitive information, like, you know, text, not really sensitive, but like information you don't want to delete or lose. I would open like email or like Instagram. Instagram was the most dangerous one Mm -hmm. or like my messages. And my phone would start going crazy and touching the screen and like doing all these things. It would touch everything to the point where like it was starting to archive and delete like text uh, messages for me going on instagram it was like opening messages that i didn't want to open or like it was liking pictures i didn't want to like <laughs> that kind funny. of stuff it was like clicking on ads i didn't want to watch and eventually i was like i know i gotta get a new phone so i went yeah. immediately to the store i got a new phone alhamdulillah you know it worked out i i was meaning to get i was looking sort of into getting a new phone i wasn't gonna get one but i was like if anything happens i'll get a new phone and something happened um someone didn't say mashallah when they come yeah you know what it all comes back to them man Mm -hmm. they won't really be coming after you no but but it also you know (laughs) allah was testing me okay (laughs) you know i i didn't i didn't call out of frustration Mm. i immediately accepted the situation i tried to make do with what i had i couldn't i bought something new you know (laughs) alhamdulillah i had the i had the funds you know i've been blessed to be able to (laughs) 
Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money at when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply make a financial decision like that and get a new phone without having to worry about where my food is going to be coming from and you know in bills and all that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. so you know it also makes you appreciate what you do have facts okay so that's that's the lesson take away from this guys uh there was another thing that happened Mm -hmm. last week what was it there was something that happened to me last week. how am i forgetting there was like two things i literally oh sarah the other thing that happened that I think everyone who follows me is aware of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did we forget that? I completely forgot about that for a second. <laughs> this is the part I cut out of here of me literally forgetting about what happened. My account got hacked. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> well, actually, I know how now. Yeah. But, like, the funny thing is, is like, how it happened, mm. I saw it happen while in, you were in, using like, it, right? Live. That's yeah, crazy. I was I was on my account mm-hmm. and then I went to the cousin connection page because this is the same day I believe we were posting. Oh yeah, you know how yeah reel. I was posting the reel. I was reposting it, mm-hmm. so I reposted it and I was like, you know, you can jump between apps. So I went back to my personal account mm-hmm. and as I was going back to it, it literally like logged me out. I was like, oh maybe it's because I was switching back or something. So I try and log back in and it's like your password has been changed. Like it's not the right password. I was like, what? That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And immediately I was like, I went to my email to see what was happening i i clicked forget password i went to change the password but when i got into the account it said you have two two factor authentication on and i don't remember putting this on at all and i was like i don't have any like app to do two factor authentication at all mm-hmm. so immediately i was like someone definitely got into my account so i started going back to my email i was like trying to change all the passwords i and i was actually going back and forth because even though the person got into my account. I knew that if I just kept changing my password, they would have to keep trying to like hack it. And I was trying to find out where they were changing my password from. And I realized that what they were doing is that they, they got into my email originally. And then they got my email, did the reset password thing, got in that way. And then they added like their own two-factor authentication that way. And, or at least that's what I thought. And then I started going back and forth. I did the whole like um reporting the account for being hacked or whatever and then i immediately messaged everyone i was like well people were messaging me already but i was messaging everyone in you i was like if they post anything if you see anything there wasn't anything yet but i was like if you see anything report it right away Mm -hmm. and people started doing that like people were reporting it for me all that stuff yeah you're reporting it for me because they started posting you know the typical stuff about like oh you can make ten thousand (laughs) dollars just like new emails blah blah blah, that kind of thing yeah and finally like it was actually pretty quick it was I was surprised quick. how quick it was because I think it helps. That's the one thing I never realized that actually might help you out uh, um, on Instagram is having photos of yourself on your account. People, you know, they post pictures. They, they try to keep their face off of it, but at least have a couple photos of yourself, even if you don't want to show yourself too much. Like, 
having those photos on there will get you in back into your account uh, sooner rather than later. Mm. Because all I had to do was take like a 30 second video of every angle of my face and a few hours or like six, seven hours later, I was back into my account. But of course it was like at nighttime, so I didn't see it until the morning. And then finally I got into my account but immediately when I got into my account, it's like your account suspended. I was like, oh shit, because Damn. all the people reporting it yeah. got my account suspended. Sorry about that. No, no, no. It, you know <laughs> what? I'd rather have that than not have access to my account or them doing something or doing something weird. And I'll show you and I'll tell you what happened after that. So I re- reported or I said that like, you know, what I, I um, fought it back. What do you call that again? Dispute. Yeah, I disputed it. Yeah, I disputed it and they gave it to me gave it back to me within a few hours after that i finally got into account got into the account and immediately i went to the the messages i was like i know they must have messaged some people Mm -hmm. and this person (laughs) was impersonating me (laughs) on instagram like they were actually going into the account and they would message someone or let's say someone replies back to the story Mm -hmm. and they'll say like oh have you been hacked and the person would probably know why and then they would like continue the conversation and be like, oh, no, no, no. You can actually make some money. For-. They were having full on conversations That's with these crazy. people. Yeah. So it was an actual person. Usually I think it's like a bot or something, but mm-hmm. it's an actual person unless they botted the messages too. Mm-hmm. And so I started like going through and saying, sorry, blah, blah, blah. I haven't even gone through all the messages because there were first off like 20 or 30, even maybe even 40 messages that they sent out. And then after I got my account back, like people were saying, oh, you got your account back, that kind of thing. I was like, this is too overwhelming. I haven't looked at my messages since. The amount of people, as if oh, I didn't see Oh my God, it, that. The amount of people that DM'd me. Yeah. Oh my God, I think Amir's hacked. I think Amir's hacked. Hey, your, ha- your other mm-hmm. half has been hacked. I'm like, that's, I know. <laughs> that's the thing. Like after the first hour, I'm sure I know that I've been hacked. Yeah. But like, you know, it's still all love, you know, you know, I shout know. out to the people, you know, they being concerned and they care exactly. and everything. So, so I'm not going to, you know, uh, chastise them for that. But it does get kind of crazy when like 50 people message you on your text, on your WhatsApp or texting, mm-hmm. whatever and saying, hey, I think you've been hacked. I think you've been hacked. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know. Okay. It's just funny because like people were saying, mm-hmm. I think Amir was actually taken. Yeah. I, like, ah, <laughs> I should change it so Amir was hacked or something. <laughs> But um, I would I would have changed it to that if like I had to make a new account. I was thinking about that. Mm. It's like if I if I had to make a new account, I would have named it Amir was hacked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, so finally I got everything back from there, and alhamdulillah, like after I deleted the couple posts they made and the stories they made, yeah, it, it was all back to normal. Yeah. So that all worked out. You know, I, <laughs> I I kept my patience. I didn't go crazy or anything, and you know, so so I feel like you know I I might have passed the test there okay i think so yeah yeah uh so now we can actually get back into the topics we want to talk about <laughs> there was actually a post i sent you or a video i sent you i think two weeks ago now me uh yeah that i wanted i wanted to react to it like whenever we had a single podcast like this mm-hmm. uh so i think that would be perfect okay so some other people might be aware of this but on youtube there's a lady called um Fa- fatima odyssey on youtube oh, yeah and she came out with a video i believe it was like titled like 38 no kids no husband mm-hmm. and or husband how she spelt it and <laughs> at first like the thing is it was like a bait and switch because like i was expecting one thing to hear from the episode or video but it was a completely different thing like i was not expecting the the direction she went in i have to remember what she spoke about oh, mm-hmm. cliff notes. i can i have i have notes of it and everything okay. but for, she didn't mention anything really about kids or husband um eventually she did but we'll get into that uh but essentially it was just her about being like 38 
and feeling like she has no documentation of oh, her yeah. youth that's what of her was. life right and for her it was even more point, important because one of the tragedies of her life uh depending on how you look her. at it is that she lost her mother at the age of two mm-hmm. and the thi- and i don't know how she made it this long but she said she's 38 now and she or she's turning 38 i think she's turned 38 now she hasn't seen a picture of her mother her whole life i don't know how that happens exactly like and the, the funny thing is is that like uh when she started looking and was actually finally asking people like for photos it wasn't even her own mother's family that had the photos. It was her father's family who gave her a photo of her mother. And she, and at that point, she realized, oh, I actually look a lot like my mother. Mm. But that was just crazy how she's gone her whole life without, having, without seeing her mother. So, and I guess maybe perspective is everything. Because like for us, we, we know our mothers, right? So to imagine not seeing a single photo of your mother that whole life. But like, crazy. didn't she have siblings? She said she had two siblings. But then her father remarried and had his own family, mm-hmm. right? Didn't her two siblings with, like, from her mom's I side I, I guess ever have pictures of their mom? I don't know. Maybe just how... Well, the one thing, I think she thought that there were no photos because someone apparently, like, when her mother passed away, went, like, crazy or, like, they were angry for some strange reason and they burned everything. They burned... I don't remember this They burned story. all documentation of her mother why huh why she, she has no idea she just said the person was going crazy they were angry for some reason and they they burned literally everything to the point they burned her own id her mom's her ID? mom's id which oh god you don't realize is actually important for the kids yeah because the kids need a way of or whenever they're getting documentation they need like a proof that oh this is my mother kind of thing like whatever they need like their birth certificate when they're getting their their passport or because that's their guardian the original guardian um so that was, I think, where she left it until she did a little bit more investigation recently. And but the main like point of her video was her mm-hmm. trying to document, trying to find out how like why it's important to document your life. Yeah. So you have something to look back on, and also she's kind of talking through like why she's going to be why she started a YouTube page. Mm-hmm. So and I felt like that's where I connected the most because like a lot of things that she was talking about were like the things that you and I probably thought about when it came to like starting a podcast channel. Yeah. So that's how we, I could kind of relate to her video Mm -hmm. because she even said like very similar things like, you know, I was thinking of doing this since like October of last year. Mm -hmm. So it took, it didn't, she didn't do it immediately. Like it took her time to think it over. Like we did, we thought it over and she's going into like why she actually started it now. Uh, And that was one of the main reasons, the fact that she has like no pictures of her when she was younger Mm. and has no way to look back of her life and like the things that she's done. And I realized how important that was for us because recently I've noticed recently a lot more. My memory is horrible. Right. Mm -hmm. And like it's hard for me to like remember certain things. But because I've had someone like Aisha who's been documenting for the past like eight years. Yeah. And. I can go back and look at those videos and it's also helped just in conversation because there are a lot of times, even recently for a recent trip we went on, where I'll be talking to someone and I'll be like telling them where they can go, what they can do. I was like, oh, you can, I'll send them like Aisha's video. I'll be like, you can just watch this video and it has yeah. everything you need. Mm-hmm. Right? It has all in details put together very nicely. <laughs> and even... I've sent um, the Spain trip that we took. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that to people before. Yeah, <laughs> uh, literally the other day or last week, I was at someone's place and I was talking about our trip to Alhambra mm-hmm. and I was showing them on my photo, my phone the photos of Alhambra and like all the things. I was like, 
I should have really just made a vlog of Alhambra, like just Alhambra itself. Yeah. So I can take that and show them because I'm like awkwardly going through my photos. I'm like, oh, don't look at that. <laughs> don't look at that. <laughs> You're like hiding the awkward <laughs> yeah. selfies. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah but like going through that and like trying to show them pinching everything but when i can just pull up a video a mm -hmm. youtube video saying okay this was our journey this is what we saw and like we didn't only go to alhambra like i talked i told them about cordoba when we went to the uh the mosque there mm -hmm. and i told them like how there's a cathedral in the middle of it and like yeah they did all of that and i wanted to show them pictures and video of it but it was all like very sparse or not sparse but it was it wasn't um put together very nicely like, i couldn't show like it to them sequence. cohesive yeah it wasn't very cohesive how i showed mm. them right so it was kind of like all over the place but i was like a vlog would have made this so much more easier to show them just pull it up and show a video of it we have the footage yeah low-key i was like i might just make a vlog of that yeah we could do voiceover because i know we didn't mm -hmm. talk about it as much but we could definitely maybe yeah maybe we'll do a, a post so that's why i realized oh that is important um but also mm -hmm. i was gonna say like i feel like for our families it's we're in a unique position where your dad documented a lot of our childhood mm -hmm. whether it was through photos or videos like his dad was like an og exactly vlogger, and we have all these old photos and stuff mm -hmm. and videos and so like i'm not even gonna lie to you sometimes if i want to like reminisce on something mm -hmm. that took place years ago i'll just watch one of aisha's vlogs because and and the thing that i like about it is that when she first started vlogging mm -hmm. like you can even see the style of her vlog is so like not unhinged is not the word it's very just raw yeah like it literally feels like a home video mm -hmm. like every time i go back and watch like sabrina maznika yeah thing i'm like oh my god <laughs> we really didn't think people were gonna watch this huh because yeah. the way that i was acting mm -hmm. crazy <laughs> and it's because it, it wasn't like a production yeah like it's not like okay we're gonna do this this and that like mm -hmm. she would just like kind of pull it out she was sometimes she'd forget and like, pull it, out like four hours later <laughs> but like if you actually go mm -hmm. back and watch it like there's I remember there's this one scene mm -hmm. before we left my house. And if you remember that day, it was like so hot. It mm -hmm. was in like the middle of August. Um, I don't, I actually. It was humid because there was like a yeah, rainstorm. Yeah, actually, I do remember it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, And like right before we left my house, mm -hmm. I was like frantically looking for something. And I remember this clip and she came and she's like, and here's Sada. And I was like, get the camera out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> she kept that in? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was like very stressed yeah the whole time um but like there's just something about watching those videos where mm -hmm. it, it you're right it does definitely helps me remember yeah. things i mean like you know yeah see <laughs> but uh, also like uh like i mentioned earlier with like memory when you forget things like mm. you can always refresh your memory by looking back at it like for that sure, and sure. like you, sometimes you might remember something differently and you have proof right there mm -hmm. of like exactly how it went or how because yeah, when you get older, you know your memory doesn't get the, isn't the best, <laughs> especially always, mine right now. I've always felt like I was the reminiscing type. So like, mm -hmm. even if I don't, um, I, do you remember back in the day when we used to use Facebook? Yeah, and I would always post like Facebook albums. Mm -hmm. I would post them more so so I could look back at them. Yeah. and same thing with like my Instagram. I may not post as regularly now, mm -hmm. but a lot of times, like I love looking back, and sometimes I feel like regret for not posting it but then mm -hmm. i know i have my camera roll yeah but like i want to know like what what headspace was i in mm -hmm. when i made this post you know what i mean yeah and i love looking back so a lot of my photos have been archived at this point but maybe i'll mm -hmm. go back to just posting so that i can look back on it in a year's yeah, time I, I need to make some type of post at this point like, i'll coach you through it yeah, don't worry I know. I got you. but another point so she's like okay that's like the past and mm -hmm. i, I want to be able to document things that are going in my life mm -hmm. but she's like okay so why am i going to put it on youtube and she and her reasoning for there was like, 
I want to show people that like you can start at you know whatever she's turning 38 you can start at this age yeah and like you still have room to grow and to like uh uh, make changes in your life and Mm -hmm. like if you want to do 180 on what you're doing now you can do it and that's essentially what she's doing she's like going in a different direction she wants to be a content creator and and show her life essentially and what she what she's going through and i thought that was important too to show people that like no matter what age you are it doesn't matter like if you're 30 38 40 even 45 like there are a lot of examples of people who at the age of 40 mm-hmm. like their whole life their trajectory of life completely changed yep right i think i even looked it up let me see if i have it over here but there was a post that i recently saw uh, oh yeah i have it right here so these are a list of a few people that you might know i've seen this post by the age yeah. of 40 who became millionaires and like became very successful like the first one henry ford mm-hmm. you know the guy who made ford the yeah. company <laughs> um and you have martha stewart stan lee do you know what stan lee is the guy who made marvel you thought i was gonna think of the stanley cup yeah exactly Come I, was on. Gonna- <laughs> I know who stan lee is barack obama yeah yeah but but one thing samuel L. jackson mm-hmm. but one thing to also keep in mind is that though these people became successful at the age of 40 what okay forget about your eye okay this girl <laughs> it's it's bothering me i'm sorry I'm okay just, i'm sorry it I, feels I, like you know like i should one not one dismiss I, your when one thing. eye is like this big yeah and one's really small that's what it feels maybe like. it's maybe it's because of the lack of glasses no it's been happening for the last two weeks oh two weeks yeah your body is going through something right now, sis. I, I don't know what's going on. You're going some metamorphosis. Or t- <laughs> Does like, one eye look bigger than the other? What? Does one eye look bigger than Low the other? Low key, yeah. Actually? Or are you just Wait, saying Wait, did you that? not believe that? No, like, are you just saying that to, like, mess with me? Look like, it, look normal? <laughs> oh, yeah. That, I don't know what that means. <laughs> wait, 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 really? Low key, yeah. Which one? That one's smaller than... Your, your right eye is smaller than your left eye right now not significantly it's like just barely but everyone's asymmetrical and like not everyone but a lot of people are asymmetrical majority people are asymmetrical so don't worry about it let's continue with the story here so uh (laughs) but yeah one thing to keep in mind though is that though these are all these people were successful after the age of 40 like they did have lay down the groundwork right so it's important to like continue working on your interests and building up that uh portfolio or like personal portfolio so then when like it's time to strike or when it's time to like um, make it big or whenever you get that moment to make it big, you're prepared for it. Because we did talk about a few weeks ago where a lot of people, they don't have that groundwork already laid out. Mm. They, be, they get something goes viral for them and they get really big and popular, but they're not ready for it because they didn't lay the groundwork yet. So that's another thing. I mean, some people do have the quote unquote accidental fame mm-hmm. where like maybe they didn't even intend for it. Like. They didn't intend to go viral yeah. and become an overnight sensation. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like back in the day before you could go viral on TikTok and Instagram and YouTube, mm-hmm. there was like you would go viral on YouTube. Yeah. And then you'd be invited on like the Ellen show. And then that's oh, when yeah. you know, you've made it, you know? Yeah. But now it's like you could go viral on TikTok, get um, millions of views. And then it's what you do with that. Yeah. That, it's about longevity. Yeah. Like, are you the type? Actually, I saw this video. Mm-hmm uh on tiktok where this one creator was talking about people like um what's her name something bobby that girl that oh, does bobby, those bobby altoff yeah yeah the podcaster oh she, the one who had drake and like Lil yeah Yachty and yeah and so they were saying like you know when she had people like drake and offset mm-hmm. and whoever like 
really big name celebrities on her podcast yeah. that they catapulted her into like a newfound success. Mm-hmm. But then she tried to do like other videos mm-hmm. on her page that aren't, they're not just not hitting the same. Yeah. Like they're not getting as much engagement. And the reason is because she's actually deliberately not connecting with her uh, audience. Mm-hmm. So she's not really being personable. She's just like, well, now that you guys have catapulted me into a success, like you must care what I be, what I'm doing. Yeah. But if there's no connection with your audience, no one's going to care to watch you. You're just another person. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like a lot of those people didn't really watch it for her. They yeah. watched those because of the artists on there. Cause it was very rare to see Drake ever give an interview. It was very rare to ever see Lil Yachty give an interview or offset. I also think it was her style of interview. She was very like sarcastic and dry. So it was mm-hmm. funny at first. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she's, try to like do other content that's not the same as what people are used to Mm -hmm. and now people aren't absorbing it the same or they're not enjoying the content the same that they would with her regular stuff Mm -hmm. so i like the one thing about going viral is that people will either expect you to do the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. or if you do try to switch it up like you should still film uh form a connection with your audience yeah and it's hard to form a connection through that podcast that podcast because like you're playing a character essentially right yeah. that's not you so the people don't even know who you are really yeah. and then they might find out who you really are and be like eh, i'm really into it <laughs> right True. but yeah so uh that was another interesting part of it i was going into yeah her trying to showcase like you know it doesn't matter what age you are yeah you can still make a change in your life and and like there's no it's never too late to be successful what is it yeah yeah the way that i see it Every day that you wake up is another opportunity to be great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a better way of saying it. Yeah. Exactly. Like every day that you wake up, I- I'm, and I'm not even saying this for the sake of saying this. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, when I wake up and I open my eyes and I'm alive and I'm, I have all four of my limbs, mm-hmm. I'm like, Alhamdulillah, let's conquer the day. Obviously, mm-hmm. not every day is a good day and that's okay. Yeah. But having that mindset really just impacts how you move about your day and how you go about life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe you didn't have a great day yesterday. You go to sleep. And if you wake up, alhamdulillah, Mm -hmm. you have another chance at life. You can go do whatever you want. And that's just like that lady's message is is a lesson to us. But to all of you, like so many of you guys have asked us, how do you start a podcast? How do you do it? Just start. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how old you are. Just start. Buy Mm -hmm. two microphones or one, however many of you there are. Yeah. Buy a mixer, a camera if you want to put it on camera and just start. Mm -hmm. Oh, and just to bring it back to like the i think that's the best example like mm. i think the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he received revelation at the age of 40 yeah so if you think about it all that stuff all everything that were like he uh, called what? people to islam within 23 years yeah and he is the most known most influential person ever to exist on this mm-hmm. earth so all y'all who think taylor swift is the most powerful person she ain't mm-hmm. she ain't the most Every, powerful everything person. we know as muslims <laughs> was given to us by a man who received revelation at the age of 40 so mm-hmm. and only a span of what uh 23, 23 years. years yeah so yeah there's always a chance to make a difference no matter what age you are exactly mm-hmm. so a little bit of inspiration we're gonna sprinkle into this episode yeah and actually the last mm-hmm. thing i was gonna say it's kind of related to her video there is even though the video was named no kids no husband or whatever and she like kind of like offhand mentions those kind of things but doesn't really address them so finally she makes like a Q&A video of, as a reaction to the first two that she made because I think she made like three or four you know she knew what she, she was doing right she knows spreading out the videos making it 40 minutes everything that kind of thing mm-hmm. but uh the first question she's asked because everyone's asking is like okay so like what what's going on why don't you have a husband why aren't you married what's what's your story in that case and she's literally just like 
ask God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that was her answer. Ask God. And, and she just left it at that. I think, you know, there's obviously we know like biologically mm-hmm. women are meant to carry children. You're supposed to bear, yeah. bear children. And so a lot of times people attribute a woman's success her purpose her 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 purpose in life mm-hmm. is to be a mother and a wife mm-hmm. and to have children and so when someone doesn't that's like not the norm like oh mm-hmm. why are you 38 and not you don't have kids and i think that um everyone's life everyone's journey in life is different mm-hmm. and not everyone is it's not written for everyone to have kids or to be married and i think that mm-hmm. we need to do better as a society and as a people to just not judge or make someone feel less than because they're not married or because they don't have kids, because you can still be successful and a great person Mm -hmm. and not be married or have children. Like there are people who have been married or have kids and they could be the worst of the worst people. You know what I mean? So like, I think some people equate success in life to having a family. Mm -hmm. And I, I just like, how you feel about that because i don't know i feel like and i'm not just saying this because i'm single for example yeah i'm saying it just because even if i was in a position where i wasn't like when i was in relationships Mm -hmm. i never felt like i was better than someone else who wasn't Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that's just a part of your life it's not everything in it yeah marriage is not destined for everyone i think we have to remember that right like sure I'm sure everyone has somewhat of a desire to get married. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Even even those, I'm really skeptical of mm. the people who say, oh, no, you know, I don't want to get married, but I can think, like, <laughs> I feel like y- maybe you just gave up, okay? <laughs> uh, I'm not saying, okay, that's kind of harsh, but, like, I'm saying, like, maybe maybe it's more of, like, a cope, you know? I'm, you're coping by saying, I don't, I never want to get married, right? <laughs> so, but, yeah, it's definitely not destined for everyone. Yeah. Uh, I was actually going to ask you, like, do you think there's, like, an age where you, like, kind of, you you kind of age out of the running. You're no longer eligible. No. No. So you feel like let's say, inshallah, it doesn't happen because I know that you you probably don't want. But like let's say you're like, forty three. Yeah. Or I guess the better question would be like, uh, when are you gonna give up? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you didn't want to ask it like that. Okay. Okay. Here, here's a better way of asking. It. So like, <laughs> All right. would you rather go your whole life mm-hmm. without marriage, mm-hmm. or would you marry someone who maybe doesn't fit all of your criteria? And just to add on to that, at what age would you like make that decision for that second part of that question? Ooh. Mm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I think I'm not someone who is, okay, growing up, mm-hmm. I feel like I've always had a more like codependent type of personality. Mm-hmm. So I was either really codependent on my friends, like I was very close to them, mm-hmm. or my my brother and my parents, you guys, obviously my cousins, like, yeah. very codependent in the sense of like i heavily relied on like my happiness relied on you guys mm-hmm. <laughs> which is crazy um but i think as i've gotten older and you know you go through life transitions whether it's like when my brother got married mm-hmm. when aisha got married when a lot of my friends who i was like seeing every single week talking to every single day mm-hmm. would get married not just not not only did they get married but they moved away yeah <laughs> so like all of these huge Some adjustments. very far away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have... One of my best friends lives in Australia. Yeah. But, like, it, it's just... Going through those changes has made me realize, like, you're on your own, kid. Mm-hmm. You got to figure it out one way or another. Mm-hmm. And I think 
like with that and obviously like going through like therapy and all that kind of stuff that mm-hmm. I always talk about that has forced me to become more independent in terms of like my mentality and yeah. how I'm thinking about things. That being said, ideally, do I want, I'm not someone that's going to say like, I don't want to get married. I do. Mm-hmm. Inshallah one day when it's written for me. But yeah. if, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't want to speak this into existence. Okay? <laughs> but if I'm at a point where I'm like 43. Okay. So 43 is your number? Whatever. Is no, that just no, no, because no, no. I said that? Yeah. Sorry. Hold on. Okay. Are think about saying, it. Would I rather go my whole life single or marry somebody? Like, when would I settle, basically? Yes, right? Yeah, exactly. At what age would you be like, you know what? Dad, call up your friend in Ethiopia. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> um, well, I want kids. I don't want to just get married for the sake of getting married, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I want to have kids. Okay, so. so... What exactly... I don't know what the science is, but, like, what? when do women stop typically stop being like childbearing ages childbearing ages when when does that usually stop um so you can have kids i think usually up to like 45 it's when you hit menopause Mm -hmm. when you stop having a menstrual cycle yeah but pregnancies that occur once a woman hits 40 like over 40 is very rare they're high risk oh okay right like they're for many reasons yeah but it's doable yeah um it's definitely doable so like i think if i hit like 37 37 no hold on remember that video the lady in that video was 30 she was basically turning 38 i know a lot of 38 year olds who've had kids though mm-hmm. but if i want more than one kid like that's rushing i think it, that's know? i think that's the big thing if you want more than one kid yeah i don't want just one yeah i want to have like at mm-hmm. least three <laughs> at least three yeah okay so yeah maybe like, either i get triplets and i'm lucky yeah <laughs> one shot or I don't know, like mm-hmm. 36. 36? And I, I wouldn't settle per se, mm-hmm. but I think, because here's the thing. You can't settle when you're looking for your life partner mm-hmm. because, especially if on the big things, because if you're overlooking the big things now and you're like, oh, it's fine. Once kids come into the picture, yeah, it's, it's going to only get harder than it already is now. You know what I mean? And like... Mm-hmm. I have a few things that are non-negotiable. Like, I feel like I'm the type of personality that's very adaptable. Mm-hmm. But when you're thinking about life partner, you're not just thinking about you and that person, especially if yeah kids are going to be involved. Like, you have to really think about it from the lens of like, will this person be a good father to my children? Mm-hmm. I don't want to marry someone who's going to be like an absent father. Yeah. Like, I, I might as well just go to the sperm bank and like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not going to do that. Ta-dam, but like, <laughs> yeah, you know, do you get what I mean? Like, you want someone who's, like, present in your life and then is going to be present in whatever future kids' lives. Mm-hmm. lives. Um, all the other trivial stuff, like, maybe I'll kind of look it over then. Yeah. But I I think if I waited that long, I feel like I would probably be even more picky. You'd be more picky if you waited that long? Yeah, because I'd be like, damn, I, I'm, like, I didn't wait this long just to marry a dud. Don't okay, but, like, like, at that point, I feel like... Because then at that point, you're going to be dealing with men around that age as well, right? Shit, yeah, you're right. And usually at that point, you're dealing with men who have already been married, for most likely. That's fine. May already have kids. How about if the guy, okay, let's say, let's add this to it. How about if you're about to marry someone who already has kids? You're going to piss off my mom. Why? (laughs) She does not want me to talk about (laughs) this. I'm sorry. When she's listening to this, she's going to be like, I told her. No, because when I saw this video, I was curious. I was like that. And a lot of times I think about like logistically, okay. Mm. Um, let's say 
you meet someone at 33. Mm-hmm. Like for the first time, you meet them at 33. Takes you about a year to get married fully. Because even finding a date for all those things, like takes time, right? For yeah. Nika, make sure your family can make it, all those things, especially when you're older mm-hmm. it, and everybody's kind of in different places. It's hard to do that, right? For sure. So let's say it takes a year. Now you're 34. Mm-hmm. And then you get your Nika and let's say you want a wedding, right? Mm-hmm. So you wait another six months. You're like 34 and a half. Nah, if I'm thirty, if I'm thirty three, mm-hmm. nikah and wedding all in one shot. I'm okay, not waiting. okay. So thirty three, you get nikah and wedding, but then at that point you're like, you know what? I want to have fun. I'm married now, right? I want a couple years where you can travel and do a couple things. Now you're like thirty four, thirty five. That's fine. Having kids, okay. And then, but that was from thirty three. Now make it thirty seven. <laughs> So you might be. Oh, having I'm not your wasting time kid. at that point. Okay, at that way. I'm gonna do my nikah. And then <laughs> Nine months later, I have a nephew or a niece. <laughs> no, we have to cut this out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm 37, mm-hmm. ain't nobody got time to travel at that point. Yeah. Uh, that, if I'm literally 37 and single, mm-hmm. I better have visited every single country on this planet. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Yeah. So. And and just to make it even then for myself. Yeah. Well, like I want to know. What would the age for me be? Right. Yeah. What would the age be? For me. I feel like for men, it's very different. Yeah, though. I feel like you're going to say like, like 45. Huh? You're going to say like 45, something crazy like that. Yeah, even even for me, yeah, like 45. Uh, I would say even, like, I wouldn't be too far off, honestly. I would say like 40. But then again, like nowadays, because of people with longer lifespans and like technology is getting better, people look younger for longer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm seeing that lady in the video or she looked like she was like 23 exactly right and i feel like that's gonna be more of the norm where people are almost about to hit 40 and look like they're almost about to hit 30 yeah i love when we're on tiktok live and people are like what are you studying in school i'm like is he yes he? <laughs> like i to the point where I, it's been so long it's like i forgot what school even felt like yeah right like yeah, just yeah, yeah. even the even the like the feeling of being in school like i don't even get any anxiety Remember how after a few years you'd get some anxiety like from waking up after a bad dream thinking you have like an exam or a test? People talk about it. I didn't have it as much, but like it would still be every once in a while like something in the back of my mind like, oh shoot, is there something yeah. I forgot to do, right? Um, that and like, but I also remember the times of being a student mm-hmm. and I would always wonder like, what is my life going to be like when I just like wake up and go to work every day mm-hmm. and like not have to like do homework and yeah. study for things but like jokes on me i work until like seven or eight <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's, that's a little crazy still but yeah so i don't even think about that kind of stuff but mm. um yeah age is an like, interesting thing now it's so, very okay. very different than how it used to be so you said you would wait until like 40 yeah but would you like and even settle? then what like you would settle at that point well like i feel like i would just continue to do the things that i'm doing now to like keep me young in a way because I feel like for men, specifically, like just because of, you know, patriarchy and all this, like, <laughs> like we can, we can, as long as we continue to work out, eat right, like we take care of our skin, all those kind of things, and you're successful in your own right, like you have some money. There's clear, there's plenty of examples out here of men who are like in their 50s, um, who have wives who are like in their 20s. But same for women, like there are a lot of cougars out there. I don't want to call um, them cougars, but like they they're in their 40s and they're going for like men that well, are it's not really showcased as much. I haven't seen it. What? what are you talking about? Yes, it is. How? Where? 
okay, maybe it's more popular and like okay, first of all, the prophet's wife, Khadija was forty, the yeah. prophet was twenty five. But that's like that's different. I think if I'm gonna compare it to like In the celebrities, current culture, yeah. It's not the same. Celebrities are but celebrities. But like, no, celebrity. yeah, celebrities are different. I'm yeah. just saying like in the normal, and not in the normal, but like the culture of today. Yeah, yeah, The yeah. culture of today is not normal. Typically, you're not going to find a 25-year-old boy yeah. who's going to go for a 40-year-old woman. Exactly. Especially with the rhetoric that's currently going on in the like the manosphere. Mm. So uh, I feel like that's a lot more rare. Maybe back in the day when it wasn't as like toxic as it is now, but it's definitely yeah. things have changed but also in that case like i'm like do i really want to wait because then you start for me specifically at least for what i'm thinking about is like how old do i want to be around my kids right like i want to still be able to play with my kids and like and and interact with them and and feel like i can go out and play soccer with them or do something active with them without feeling like i'm about to like break <laughs> in half <laughs> okay no you're, you're not wrong and mm-hmm. i think like and also I've, for my parents to be able to exactly see them, right that's the biggest thing like mm-hmm. my parents one but two i always feel like you know my parents were young when they had me and my brother mm-hmm. and i like obviously when you're a child you you always think you don't realize how young your parents were mm-hmm. but like i think my mom was like 24 25 yeah when she had me so the fact that like they were so young and sometimes i used to like when i hit 25 mm-hmm. I was stressing because I'm like, oh my god, like. My but they're 24 me. and 25 was very different. Like you're of talking course. about a 24 year old who literally escaped the country from <laughs> civil war, <laughs> yeah. and like traveled three to four countries, sometimes walking through woods. Yeah. And like stayed in Rome and Italy and these in Egypt and all these different places depending on who your parents are mm-hmm. for multiple years and like had jobs and careers and everything, and then yeah. came to Canada. Yeah. And even though they're 24, 24 is a different that's why i'm saying like age is now a very age is a very um the idea of age it fluctuates and it's very like it's not it's not Are you solid about to say i'm not thinking about just numbers age is a social construct it is no, <laughs> no but like there's there's the number of age but then there's like maturity i guess maturity with age yeah that's that's what fluctuates like yeah the number but the maturity level uh of the persons or the average person at that age changes depending on the times like er, the further back you go that maturity level gets higher Mm -hmm. for the age level that person's at no no for sure and Mm -hmm. i think like you know we we're coming from a place of privilege too right like Mm -hmm. we grew up in a first first world country where we never really had to worry about things that our parents worried about when they were our age Mm -hmm. at the time so like i fully acknowledge that and Mm -hmm. i think that's why i've been a lot more relaxed Mm mm-hmm Cause I'm not necessarily getting married out of necessity. Yeah. Like I'm not getting married because my economic status depends on it mm-hmm. or because my survival depends on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'm kind of just like, well, I can support myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to chill. And that that's the, seems to be the, the common idea held by a lot of women these days. Yeah. And I think at the end of the day, like I know we can always, and we can go on and on about the debate about like, Mm-hmm. whether or not the quality of men in our time now is good or bad. Mm-hmm. I think it ultimately comes down to the privilege. A lot of the men, um, whether they're like millennial age or, or Gen Z or whatever, mm-hmm. like a lot of them that grew up here come from a place of privilege. And so mm-hmm. there was never a need for them to act like men or prematurely uh, mm-hmm. become adults. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, they could be kids and it gets drawn out longer than it should, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, well into their 20s, sometimes into yeah. their 30s. And so from a woman's perspective, like, and you're looking 
at the guys that are in your age range and you're like oh my god they're so immature like they're not it's because mm-hmm. they're coming from a they're place coddled of a lot longer exactly yeah. exactly mm-hmm. but especially in a lot of ethnic households remember our parents are coming from a place of survival mode mm-hmm. right so a lot of what they pass down to their daughters is like how to survive in survival mode Mm -hmm. but we're no longer in survival mode you know so like yes the lessons that they teach us and everything that that we know from them is is useful and important Mm -hmm. but it somehow skips all the guys i don't know why like yeah i don't know why why there's that disconnect why it's like so much more emphasized on the women than it is on the men i don't know i really don't like it's Listen, guys, I'm yeah. working on getting my mom on the podcast, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna ask her. It's different though, because my mom, I feel like, was equal opportunity. She was, she was mm-hmm. a modern day, not extreme feminist, but she was very fair in terms of like the responsibility that she put on me and my mm-hmm. brother. So I don't know if it's fair to ask her, but maybe she'll have a rough idea overall. Yeah, and I think the reason that it's so foreign to us, and the reason that we can't maybe come up with. Uh, uh, ideas of why it's like that is because we come from households where, where it was a lot more fair like both even in my yeah both of our moms were very fair in how they treated us well they are sisters so. oh yeah that too, exactly <laughs> and yeah i think we, at least in our household like we had a very we had an emphasis on like independence like mm-hmm. i got a job very early my sister aisha got a job very early we tried to be able to support ourselves as early as possible. Like I was already working and be able to buy my own food and cook my own food, like all those things. It almost came up naturally. It's not like they even had to force us or tell us to do these things. Yeah. We just, even sometimes to, my mom didn't exactly even not support it, but she was like, Oh no, like continue eating my cooking and taking my food and all that kind of stuff. Like I was actively pushing against that and be like, no, I want to be able to cook my own food. I I'll be able to do my own laundry. And do all that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know where that idea came from, why we pushed to be so independent so early. Alhamdulillah, it worked out for us. But that's also why I'm so, I have no idea why it's gotten so bad in the manosphere in general. Yeah, it's been like this for year, like mm-hmm. years and years. Like whether it's guys that are our age, a little bit mm-hmm. older, a little bit younger. I think, unfortunately, because of that, um, they tend to like mature a lot later in life than mm-hmm. they should. Uh, and then that seems to be like a global issue because there are so many women girls mm-hmm. that are like oh like i can't find a good guy that's not yeah that's mature and matches my level of maturity which mm-hmm. is unfortunate but yeah. you know if you guys have any ideas or can give us more information on that put it in the comments yeah i'm sure it's not just an east african mm-hmm. thing i've like i've seen comments in the past when we've talked about this kind of stuff but let us know like is it the same in your culture do mm-hmm. you feel like you know the the boys have kind of been uh, the responsibility that they need to have and i guess the maturity that they need to have from a younger age has it been overlooked or maybe neglected from your parents and mm-hmm. other people in your lives like curious to know and how how can we i mean we can't really combat it everyone's responsible for their own development i find yeah um but you know don't lose hope don't no. lose hope guys exactly. there's still hope for us before we end this episode we just want to talk about or not talk reply to a couple comments just a couple comments yeah we gotta from bring the back. Last, last couple videos yeah so the first one i hear i'm mean, the <laughs> the first one i wanted to reply to was a comment on um oh shoot where is it <gasps> where is it you lost it do you want me to pull up another one i have it here okay okay uh so the first comment uh, i want to reply to was from last week's episode with Hidayah House. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Remember to check that out. Episode 123. So it's by Sabah El Amin. Okay, hopefully I got that right in the comments section there. And they gave uh, something that you probably hear a lot, but I just wanted to make sure to read it out. So they said, about mental health issue, I agree parents do brush off or don't treat it seriously. This is my perspective of someone in their early 20s living in Canada. First and foremost, I am eating healthy every day, eating my fruits and vegetables, exercising, and most importantly, I am praying five times a day and reading Quran. Yes, you have to take care of your body to have a great mental state, but people forget about the religion aspect and how the Quran heals the soul. If I'm doing all that and still have mental health issues, depression, anxiety, etc., I will definitely then go to medical professionals to seek help. And I think I mentioned that, that that's something that a lot of the older generation says when it comes to mental health, Mm -hmm. but it looks like it's still something that the younger generation still holds on to. I don't disagree with her, though. Yeah, exactly. I don't disagree completely either. Because we know, and and I can speak from from existence, experience, that if you are not in tune with your spirituality your religiosity Mm -hmm. so maybe you're not praying all five of your prayers or you're not praying on time Mm -hmm. um and you're not having ultimate reliance on god Mm -hmm. that can actually impact your mental health you feel disparity Mm because you're you're not connecting to you know your whole purpose in this life like the reason why you know muslims believe the reason why we're created Mm -hmm. is to obey god and to um the whole purpose like the whole meaning of islam is to um what is this to be to subjugate yeah you're a slave to allah essentially so you're you're subjugating yourself to that's what it is yeah Yeah, and so if you're like let's say you're just you're just waking up you're just living life you're Mm -hmm. not really praying you're not really remembering god or just remembering the fact that you're muslim you're just you're just out here Mm -hmm. you know and you feel that emptiness it's because the your heart is missing like the most important thing which is your prayer your Mm -hmm. iman like the the faith that you have in god so if you're listening to this and maybe you feel like you know my life is just some there's like emptiness i don't feel anything Mm -hmm. start with just just try sticking to a routine of praying Mm -hmm. and i know in the past we've talked about like oh if you're not someone who prays at all start with one prayer then work your way up to two and three and Mm -hmm. etc but give it a shot and you'll see how like usually your life will drastically change and your outlook Mm -hmm. on life will change you you become more of a softer person in terms of your heart and how you feel about certain Mm -hmm. things um and even like a lot of non-muslims say this when they listen like to the recitation Mm -hmm. of the quran how at peace they feel Mm -hmm. the quran truly is healing so you know i I never want to discredit that i know we've like kind of talked about it last week Mm -hmm. um but we meant it in the context of like you know you like sometimes someone could actually have like a real mental health issue Mm -hmm. and they're like oh yeah like you probably just were it does it does require yeah like i think you're kind of leaning it does require some emotional intelligence or like mm. something you have to be able to understand like how the person might receive this information like you might if you understand that if you tell if you say this to a person like why don't you just pray and read quran but they might reject it and not ever take advice from you then you know that's when you can say like okay maybe try the other routes mm-hmm. but for the majority of people if it's not as severe or like they're just starting to feel it, or maybe they just need some guided guidance some kind of guidance and that advice might help them might help them yeah yeah no for mm-hmm. sure so i mean i think a lot of people still feel that way not just their parents generation okay yeah so but i think i just mentioned because sometimes they will brush it off completely by just saying that right and not understand that maybe you are doing those things and then you um do actually need to look for pro- professional help 
Yeah. Like they'll be they'll just be like, Oh, you're not praying hard enough. <laughs> you're not reading enough Quran or something. Uh, you know, therapy is not for everyone. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go just no. because we talk about it. Like you don't have to go. Mm-hmm. Um if you're introspective enough, you can kind of do the work yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like therapy is a is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. It's a good preventative measure. It's good to always learn about yourself and understand yourself and, and the more you know yourself and understand yourself, mm-hmm. the more you know how to like live life because Mm -hmm. the more you know yourself you'll be able to you know what you can handle you know how smart you are or like where your capacities are like it's Mm -hmm. just know yourself you know yeah and another aspect simple terms that i feel like uh even the commenter kind of brushed over and i you know i'm the health guy here okay of course (laughs) i'm gonna mention this right but a lot of people do forget about the fact that like what you eat and your activity level really does affect your mental health as well right 100 percent. like i tell some people literally just go outside Mm -hmm. like you're feeling down just go outside and even if the sun's not out just get like some type of fresh air on you Mm -hmm. because even that can make just enough difference to like make you feel better about your situation oh did my chair almost break yeah i know i was like oh shit okay whatever it's all good we'll brush that over you're you're 100 percent right and i Mm -hmm. totally totally agree with you Mm -hmm. because i will tell you like Remember when I we like re- I really started like making mm-hmm. walking my habit like yeah. last year two years ago, I I would always say this but like yes walking is beneficial mm-hmm. like for your physical health, but really important for your mental health. Mm-hmm. It does make a difference. I'm telling you. Yeah. It, so that should be emphasized as well. Like it's a combination of multiple things. Uh huh. And all those things, of course, for severe cases, you should always look for help. But like for people who are going through like something like the winter blues. Yeah. These are things you can kind of start implementing your life to at least uh, get you out of that rut that you feel like you're in. Yeah. People go through winter blues and they feel like they're in a rut or like a funk Mm -hmm. because they're lacking vitamin D. Literally. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, It it could be a hormonal imbalance. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. like, you know, take your supplements, drink your water, eat good. And when we say eat good, we don't mean go to go to mm-hmm. town we yeah mean like eat whole foods that like fill like that whole foods are definitely important that are nutritious that fuel your body think of your body like a car yeah you know how are you gonna drive a car if your tank is on e yeah or also no it's also like are you gonna give yourself you know that 89 or <laughs> 91 you want premium gas yeah premium or are you gonna, use, or are you gonna get regular yeah okay? like you are your biggest investment mm-hmm. okay so take care of your like what what do people say your body's a temple (laughs) (laughs) no for real though like like actually pause for a second and take Mm -hmm. in like there's only one you so why aren't you taking care of yourself Mm -hmm. and i'm not here to like shame i'm not definitely not shaming anybody Mm -hmm. because i get it taking care of yourself is actual work like it's Mm -hmm. not easy meal prepping is not easy working out is not easy all of these things are learned habits but once you once you start, you can't stop because mm-hmm. you can see how good you feel if you go for a 30 minute walk every day, if mm-hmm. you're eating whole foods every day. And that doesn't mean you can't eat, I don't know, like a chocolate cake. Yeah. This guy is the biggest I love fan. sweets and chocolate cake and all that stuff. He is the biggest sweet tooth. Mm-hmm. But like, I can tell you now, like, and, and we both can mm-hmm. attest to this. When we eat like shit for like a week, for yeah. example, we can feel it. Like, you know, when you're on vacation. Oh, and you yeah, just definitely. Keep eating out and you're like, damn, I really miss vegetables right mm-hmm. now. I want fruit like. And you have Sometimes it. you'll go out of your way on a vacation to get yeah. like fresh food. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. Like, like there are times where like you're on vacation and you find a Harari family and they invite you over for food and you're yeah. like, I'm so excited. Exactly. <laughs> Sweden. <laughs> yeah. <right now. laughs> exactly. No, but like. Yeah. Like, 
everything's in a balance you know Mm -hmm. you can't have like all junk food because Mm -hmm. then your body feels like trash you know what i mean and you can't have like yes you can have all whole foods and but you're probably gonna have cravings right Mm -hmm. like usually when you're craving sugar and stuff it's because you're you're probably not like eating enough protein and you're not satisfied yeah so all of this is to say take care of yourself Thank you. For Treat yourself. Sentence. What? What did you say? <laughs> oh, I said thank you. For oh, okay. <laughs> you got it. That's what I wanted oh, okay, to say. Okay, there you go. So uh, that was, you know, uh, an important comment to kind of emphasize what we were talking about in the episode there. So I want to just highlight that. And another one here, just from the two episodes ago, because, you know, I'm trying to cover all episodes just to get, make sure all of you guys are being heard here. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we had uh, Bedasso season on and someone commented, their username is like user a bunch of like letters and numbers i'm not gonna say that let's just say it's a user that that was watching that episode they commented the language topic is so relatable going back home made me realize how much english i incorporate into oromo but alhamdulillah alhamdulillah i'm learning high chance next time i go back i'll be coerced into marrying one of my cousins (laughs) so i won't be going back anytime soon (laughs) i can't keep dodging them (laughs) that's funny (laughs) yeah so but that's also to point out like you know that's a part of learning mm-hmm. like i feel like the best way to learn is just to like just start speaking it whatever you don't know how to say say it in english if you need to and um continue with the conversation try and just keep the conversation going and like whatever words you feel like if you have time to ask a question be like hey okay how do you say this it depends on who you're speaking to because some people may not even know english at all Mm -hmm. so they can't catch those middle words that's why it helps to have those cousins back home who don't know who do know english as well because then you can speak to them with a little bit of your broken oromo or harari whatever you're speaking and then as you're speaking more and more you can pick up on those smaller words and you can start filling those in yeah submerging yourself in the culture really Mm -hmm. helps that's how i learned it yeah I would always tell our cousins, like, don't speak to me mm-hmm. in English because mm-hmm. I really want, like, I, I knew Gaysinan at that point. Yeah. I wanted to learn Amharic, so I'm like, teach me. That's like level two from my angle. <laughs> no, it's honestly like if you, if you, a lot of similar words to Gaysinan, so it's, Is it's it? easier to pick up. Okay, we'll see. I'll, teach you, I'll first have me. to 100% learn Gaysinan first. You understand it through and yeah. through. So then it's just the speaking part yeah that's and the thing is like it's because i'm just not practiced but you know how it is yeah you, you, you don't need speak to practice. That yeah like i don't remember the last time i spoke case and then for real what? actually no i spoke it like literally yesterday when i was talking to my mom on the phone see yeah so there you go <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. you know we all have this struggle okay yeah. but as long as you're putting the effort to learn at least that's something right you just and have inshallah, to try you'll learn it 100 percent. exactly just mm-hmm. try don't be shy i feel like you picked up a lot oh yeah definitely like you you were he just tried he was like butchering it Mm -hmm. but he was getting it and then by the end of our grammar was completely (laughs) off but whatever (laughs) by the end of our two-week trip like you yeah you were saying i'm a saganalo and i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah so just keep trying man um i was going to mention one topic during the episode but there's nothing on it yet it's in regards to palestine Mm -hmm. so like uh there were talks of i know this is kind of out of left field but before we end the episode, I want to talk about Palestine. But right now, is the, they're in a like weird place where there's talks of a ceasefire yeah. or a, t- a, a temporary long ceasefire, not a full ceasefire. It's a weird situation. Um, but there ha- we haven't heard anything from yet, so I didn't want to mention it fully yet. Yeah. But that's basically what's happening right now. Uh, inshallah, we hear something either today or tomorrow. Yeah, that is going. Uh, it's going to be a, a full ceasefire. Mm-hmm. Um, but. 
yeah, we're kind of just holding our breath right now in that situation because unfortunately, like, I don't know what these Z people are going to say now because um, they're talking about, oh, you know, they do have safe places. Though. They can go to Khan Yunus. They invaded Khan Yunus. And the only spot left after that was Rafah. And they went to Rafah and guess what they're doing now? They're invading Rafah. So, and that's literally right after Rafah is the border to Egypt. So it's clear like where they're trying to push these people, right? Yeah. Let alone the half a million people who are still up in the northern part of Gaza who have no food Mm -hmm. and barely any aid is getting in. And after this is like, after the UNWRA was defunded by like all these Western countries for having like 12 people in out of 12,000 in the UNWRA who were supposedly part of the uh, October 7th attack, which the not real country mm-hmm. came out with information of the day after the ICJ uh, decision. So, you know, just saying it's it's not really, it's barely conspiracy at this point. It's kind of very blatant on what's going on. Oh yeah. They're but, not trying to hide it anymore. Yeah. So, and of course all the war crimes that are still going on, you know, people with white flags being killed, but that's, that's currently the situation there. I, I'm hoping next week it'll be a bigger topic and it can be news that we can actually bring, but that's just the latest update on that. Uh, but outside of that, uh, thank you guys again for listening to the Cons Connection podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget, yes, don't forget to follow us on Instagram as well on TikTok. We can hit 10k on TikTok soon. Almost, almost. we're almost at like I think 8,300. Yeah. Well, oh. what? Correction. We are way beyond 8,300. We are at 8,808. Okay, give us 9k and then k on 10k on 10k, okay. guys. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully by next week we'll also be at 10k, but we're 9k. But we're uh, also almost at 6,000 on YouTube. So oh yeah, that too. We're literally like a few away. Like yeah, like 30 people. Less than that. Yeah, um, which is crazy. So yeah, we'll hopefully we'll have better news next week. Okay, yeah. we'll see y'all next week. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.